Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC resale market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVC Resale Market. Hi, this is Mike Brissell, voice of Living with the Land and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your Grand Circle Tour of Tomorrowland with the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch. My co-host, Pachinetti, can't be with us tonight, so I have three of our supercalifragilisticexpialidocious Mickey Dude rotating commentators. From Miami, Florida, I have Michael Fernandez. Most expensive day ever. From Buffalo, New York, Chuck Fitzgerald. You know, it's a Canadian thing, but try the poutine at Nomad. They, they really hit it out of the park. Oh, and go to World of Poutine. I like poutine. Will do. And from across the pond in Glasgow, we have Stephen Maxwell. I'm surrounded by idiots. Hmm. What do you think, Chuck? Yes or no? I don't know, but I think Stephen's very excited. I think Stephen is more agitated than excited since we kind of uh, stepped on him tonight. (laughs) Yeah, every choice I chose for tonight got gobbled up by somebody else, so... Uh, sloppy seconds, that's what It's a fast man's world, my friend. If you snooze, you lose. Granted, you were still asleep, so... <laughs> Considering, what, it's one o'clock in the morning now yeah. over where you're... Quarter uh, past one, something like that. Recording? Yeah. 1.17 a.m. <laughs> I'll get to bed sometime tonight. <laughs> well, we'll try to make this one quick for you. <laughs> and gentlemen, before we start, let's have a word from our sponsor. Who wants to go on an adventure? I know I do. If you do too, head on over to joffreys.com and get their newest coffee, Artifact Blend. This coffee was inspired by Tiffin's restaurant over at the Animal Kingdom. This coffee has the world's oldest blend of Ethiopian and spicy java beans. It has intense aroma balanced with fruit and floral notes. Ladies and gentlemen, I went on an adventure this morning and it kept me going all day long. If you're ready for an adventure, head on over to joffreys.com and 
and get their newest coffee, Artifact. And since Pat is not here, we can always compliment his smooth, sexy voice again. If he was here, we would be talking about how uh, he sounds like he has a load of marbles in his mouth. Because we just love to mess with Pat. Well, he's also right, full of it. <laughs> this is true, my friend. Again, Chuck is usually wrong. Now he's right. Maybe that's why I got into politics. That very well could be. Dead air. No dead air. <laughs> no, I. For good radio. Yeah, let's just no one talk for the next five minutes while we try to figure out how to clap for Dave. Insert cricket noises. One handy clap. <laughs> there's a video on YouTube of that. Well, there's That's probably exactly a ton of videos on YouTube on that. <laughs> And with that, ladies and gentlemen, today we are talking our favorite music loops in Walt Disney World Parks. This can be any area while waiting for a ride, outside a ride. Actually, though, not on an attraction and nighttime spectaculars are not included. So we're looking for ambient sounds, the parts of the parks that we all play on our uh, iPhones or droids at work on on our way over to work i always play them in traffic a couple days ago i was in a really long and drawn out traffic jam so i was ready to uh, flip out i needed to calm down because i could feel my blood pressure rising so i connected youtube and i streamed the soundtrack to the booty you prayed to kind of calm myself down Gentlemen, do you ever listen to background music at work or just in your home while doing something? Uh... Yeah, I'll stick it on when I'm cooking sometimes. The only time I really get any time to to myself out with or that, but I, I'll stick it in. Very relaxed and just cooking away, especially if I'm making a big dinner. What about you, Chuck and Michael? I, I do it all the time at work. Michael? Uh, I use it to study. It's my, my study music, for sure. Nice. I have study music in my classroom. Uh, every Friday, my students get a vocabulary test, and just so I can kill some time in the period, I give them about 10 minutes to study beforehand. I say 10 minutes, but I actually put uh, 14 on the clock, and then I use another uh, 6 minutes for the exam, so it kind of kills half of the period. And it's kind of a way for me to get my work done while they're studying, and I always play the uh, Star Tunnel loop at that point. Puts me in a calm mood, it kind of calms them down, so my only uh, fear is if they ever become uh, fans of Walt Disney World, they'll hear the uh, Star Tunnel and they'll revert back to my class, and if they hated me, it'll just take them back to a bad point in their life. Alright. Dave. Before we move on with uh, with what we're going to be talking about tonight, I want to touch on your Pavlovian reflex that you're developing with your students. Do you think any of our listeners hear uh, our show, hear our background music, and, and develop a sense of dread of what's coming? 
I think when our theme music hits, you know you're in for a train wreck. It's one of those things that it's the rubbernecking uh, reflex, even though we're not using our eyes, we're using our ears. I think they still listen to see what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they might be completely horrified, but they still listen for um, mm -hmm. entertainment slash shock value, if you know what I mean. Well, we are the best garbage truck on fire in the Disney podcast community. <laughs> Put that on an award. This is true. So ground rules for tonight, gentlemen. One park each. We're going to go to all of Disney World's gates, with the exception of Disney Springs. <laughs> because some people Because think it's not that... a gate, it's not a gate. Exactly. Some people think it's not a gate, <laughs> and let's face it. And we're uh, right. The music loop over there sounds like it belongs in some X-rated movie, so we're not even going to talk about that one today. Instead, we are going to go to Disney's Animal Kingdom, Disney's Hollywood Studios, Epcot, and we'll save the best for last, the Magic Kingdom. Out of all the four parks, the least popular, which is a crying shame, is Disney's Animal Kingdom, even with the new Pandora. It's still one of those parks that before Pandora came out, it was people plan trips and they're like, okay, if I have time, I'll go to Animal Kingdom. And it's usually the one that's most overlooked. So today I kind of want to give it its glory by putting it first where it should be. So since Michael hasn't been on in a while, and I'm glad we finally have him back in the rotation. Michael, what is your favorite music loop at Dak. I'm gonna go with the Pandora music loop because the Pandora music loop it's a uh, very calming and you get the the animals going off in the background and it also it changes throughout the day you get a different music loop during the day and then you get a different music loop during the night and even during sunset there's a different sounds that you're gonna hear I love the Animal Kingdom Pandora music loop it's awesome never have been yeah uh, I've only really heard what's on YouTube and stuff like that, but it does sound very much like Return of the Jedi at the end when it's, the Ewoks are out. I, I can see what you're saying, Stephen, but I, I think Michael's uh, spot on with this one. The Pandora music loop is unlike anything else in the parks, as it's not really a music loop. Um, as you walk into Pandora, and Stephen, you're going to see this, once you go over that bridge... Um, where Camp Minnie Mickey used to be, the, the background music per se kind of stops. Um, and you pick up animal noises. Like Michael said, you, you get different animal noises, different noises, different sounds throughout the day, and it really adds a lot to that land. It doesn't much make sense to me. I, I've never seen the movie, but why do they have so many crickets on Pandora? No idea. No idea. I guess because it's full of insects. It's a forest. Insects are in a right, forest. Right, but did, did we, like, bring crickets with us when we went there? No, their uh, insects are these uh, huge prehistoric-looking creatures that you wouldn't really want to cross. Hmm. I still get skeeved out in uh, the Navi River journey when towards the end, right by the shaman, they have the video screen and the log and there's this huge thousand mm -hmm. lager going around. It just sends shivers up my spine each time. I'm 
not very big on bugs. I will say that is one of my biggest fears. Those uh, huge Florida cockroaches that fly. I see them on the floor and they offend me and I have a need to kill them. But once they start flying, I just start <laughs> screaming like a little girl. I will admit that. Well, it's tough to be a bug, Dave. This is true, but I try to keep it, um, try to keep it in perspective, and I kind of just try to let them be as long as they're inside, because after all, they are po pollinators, and if they didn't like the taste, we'd be out there wallowing in shoulder highways. So I got to give them their respect too. So with that, let's take a few moments to enjoy the ambient sounds of Pandora. Michael, I am going to go with one that's a little bit similar. I thought of the I thought of that loop, but then I was thinking, you know, there is really no music, but I do totally agree with you as how awesome it is over there. And I'm going to go over to the conservation center center. Well, what is it? Conservation station or center? Yeah. Okay, station. Yeah, it's conservation station. Conservation station. Okay. Uh it's rare that I've gone there, but I do once in a while like to go and see if I can catch one of the surgeries. I got to see a really cool uh, surgery on uh, a Komodo dragon once. And um, one of the things about that is you're walking in, it plays a similar loop of uh, like the Pandora soundtrack in terms of the animal noises. You have birds singing... You have uh, a lot of crickets in the background. You kind of have monkeys kind of squealing in the background, but it's kind of mixed with African jump drums. Uh, there's a gentle flute being played at different times, too. It's just a very relaxing, serene uh, audio setting that just 
I wish I have more time in the in the park because I'm always on the rush over there. But I kind of wish one day, hopefully when I'm a Florida resident, I'll just sit outside by the train and just kind of listen to this on a, on my way up and just kind of saunter up the path, enjoying it while I'm watching maybe the gibbon monkeys or whatever they are off on the side as you come up to the conservation station. And then inside, just kind of just slowly spend the day watching all the surgeries and just enjoying that loop. Let's take a few moments to listen to the music of the conservation station. And we're back. Chuck, what about you? Disney's Animal Kingdom Music Loop. So this one, I'm kind of going to go twofold on this. Um, oh, you're breaking the rules. Yeah, wow. Well, I wrote the rules so I can break them. Um, I'm going over to Harambe. And the music in that area, not not just like Buradika or anything like that, but the actual just ambient noise of the area is fantastic. Um, it, it really sets the mood of the the city, I guess, um, and it brings you to a place that you really haven't been before. It's got a nice carnival feeling um, throughout the entire area. Now, I would like to take a moment to R.I.P. Harambe's Animal Kingdom um, uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris ride. At one point in the ride... There was music that was played. It has since left us, much like Harambe the Gorilla. And I, I really think that needs an honorable mention, because that did add a lot to that ride. Um, and that is something that I still I listen agree. to to this day. Do you know why it's gone? Um, no. I actually know what the whole story was with it. Did Joe Rody get pissed off or something? Actually, it wasn't that he got upset. Uh, this was actually from a cast member that was uh, telling me this. They had a cast member party about maybe a year or so ago when they got rid of it. This was during this was during the summer when uh, Rivers of Light was supposed to actually uh, premiere and it didn't, and they put that horrible Jungle Book show in. So they had uh, the. They had a cast party uh, to, to uh, do the nighttime safari and all that and kind of give cast previews. And Joe Rody happened to be at the party. And it went uh, through the whole um, 
elephant section and they started playing the African music. And he decided at that moment that it no longer goes since they got rid of the poaching storyline. And he told them to shut it down and not play it anymore. And from that night, they just stopped playing it. So, it's definitely his creative vision. As much yeah. as I love Joe Rohde and the beautiful park that he created, that one, I kind of am disappointed in that decision, but again, it is Joe Rohde, so it needs to be respected. Now, Chuck, I can't believe it, but I actually agree with your cheating. So rather than take some time to enjoy the ambient music of uh, Harambe... Let's have a moment. Let's have a moment in remembrance and listen to the music of the Kilimanjaro Safari. Bamba yetu yulie mbenguni Ah. Uh-huh. 
I always found that song so soothing. Steven, what about you? Disney's Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, I really like it. I mean, as you say, it's growing more and more. I think, obviously, with Pandora being there, it will turn it into a, a full day park. But one of the best things I like is uh, Expedition Everest. And just to go over in that sort of area, uh, you get the, the sort of Tibetan music it's sort of in between Tibet and sort of China. And a very sort of ambient music, and with the decoration and it, just the setup of all the area there, you could be anywhere. I mean, with the, the sound of the or the look of the mountain at the side, with the sun coming off the back of it, it it's really quite eerie. The music that they have, uh, not like a Chinese restaurant or anything like that, <laughs> but it's very sort of panpipey, sort of. Very, I don't know. I'm going to say Himalayan, but of course it's going to be Himalayan if it's in Everest. <laughs> but it's a very, very relaxing sort of music, uh, and it sets you I right just up. Like for how the you right. say Himalayan? Himalayan, Himalayan. Uh, but it sets you <laughs> up for the ride, and I just think it's great the the amount of time they've maybe spent over there, sort of getting this music together, uh, just to set it up for you going into. The start of the ride, not even at the ride, it's just walking through it. You, you could spend a wee while there just listening to the music as well. Totally agreed, especially if you're one of these people that likes to neander through the queue because it's probably one of the best queues throughout all of Disney World, with the exception of Flight of Passage. The detail, the story being told, the music being in the background just adds so much to it. It's just it's, it's great the, the amount of stuff they've actually got in there, you know, and with the, the Imagineers going over. And I think they spent about six months over there trying to gather stuff for for the ride's entrance, never mind then to do with the ride. Well, it's definitely shows. And with that, let's enjoy some of the music of Amandapur outside of Expedition Everest. Thank you. 
Now let's take a bus ride over to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Hooray for Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. Steven. Steven, I'm willing to bet my pension on what area of the park you're going to choose. So enlighten our audience about the best music loop in Disney's Hollywood Studios, in your opinion. It's a bit of a no-brainer for me. As you know, my favorite ride within Disney property is the Tower of Terror. And just walking up that street just towards it and actually seeing it in the distance actually gives me goosebumps but the good thing about that is when you walk up to it you actually hear the the melodic music of the 1930s you know and it's very haunting you know you get the piano sort of playing and you've got the trumpets sort of, it's it's not unlike it's a jazz club sort of ambience but it's great because Knowing that I'm going to go on that ride within a few minutes of actually hearing that music, it's, it just gets me going. And it is, it's it's not a modern music at all. I mean, it is very, I mean, it's, well, it's 80 years old or something like that, you know. So it's, it's, it's very, very exciting for me. And it is, takes you back. It fits you in. So. Hollywood, 1939. Uh-huh. So, can't wait to get back on that. Uh, that's the first place I'm heading to uh, when I head up to the studios. But the music's just fantastic on it. Just think how awesomer that loop is going to be when they convert it into a Guardians of the Galaxy ride. It'll just no be oh, awesome mix. Shut for starters. For starters, hang on a second now. Awesomer, Dave. English teacher. <laughs> yeah. What do you teach? English? Very goodly, like. Okay. So, I is educated. What's your point? Yeah, obviously, the New York City public school system. Um, and second, well, I teach in the if they touch, if they touch Tower of Terror, I don't care what they do to it. If they touch it, I'm rioting. I'm going to take a knee in front of the Tower cheering. of Terror. No chance. I will be cheering. What type of fanboy are you? We don't like change. Nope. I embrace change because, after all, Walt said that the parks are ever-changing, so it has to get with the times, and Twilight Zone is stuck in 1939. Guardians of the Galaxy is present, baby. Send the future! The music's from the 80s! (laughs) But the movie is current. And the Marvel Cinematic Universe is all the rage. Yeah. It's about like... It's a bit like Harry Potter over Universal. They're going to do too much of the Marvel stuff, and it's just going to get old. Well, we can debate this to a blue in the face, but I'll give Steven a bone, and let's enjoy the old-fashioned music of the Hollywood Tower of Terror. Yay! Oh, my God. 
Okay, Steven, it's not without its charm. I'll give you that. <laughs> Chuck, what's your favorite loop? So, I kind of wanted to go with Pizza Rizzo, but I think there's one that's a little bit better. Um, and that's Sunset Boulevard. Kind of to Steven's point, the ambiance of that area is really set in old-timey Hollywood. And 1939, the Hollywood Hotel would be old-timey Hollywood. And the impen- the looming structure at the end of the street kind of adds to that. But the music, the streetmosphere characters, all that is fantastic when it comes to setting the stage for what's at the end of the street. Yes, I will agree. And let's enjoy some of the music of Tinseltown. Movie magic at its best, ladies and gentlemen. Michael, what about you? Disney's Hollywood Studios. So staying with movie magic, I'm going to go with an extinct music loop. I think it's still around, actually, if you stand in front of the old attraction. Uh, I'm going to go with Great Movie Ride. The Great Movie Ride music loop was amazing. It had all the old classic overtures from all the movies. Actually, if you listen very, very carefully, you can actually hear the Harry Potter theme playing in the background this was before obviously uh universal got the rights to harry potter so i think it's awesome i'm a movie buff i love the great movie ride and i love the music loop from the great movie ride it was great that is amazing i never would have even considered a harry potter reference in disney world i'm gonna have to go and listen to that one for myself now it's on the bus loop too as you go to uh from any hotel to the parks, they do play the uh, Harry Potter background music on the bus loop. Wow. So is the Superman theme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That Michael's right on that. Um, however, Dave, now that Michael mentioned it, when you started this section, you said hooray for Hollywood. Now, we would be much remiss to not mention Robert Osborne started his murdering of the great movie ride with hooray for Hollywood indeed. That was his first line in the show. Did any of you go on the damn ride? <laughs> not for the last five years anyway. And I'm looking back on it again. Yeah, I was not a fan of the ride, so I just... I can't work under these conditions. 
Honestly, anytime I went, I skipped it. I did go to say goodbye to it, but the entire time I was taking notes for the show that you guys butchered. <laughs> but I still love you. <laughs> That's because it was going to last for about an hour and a half, three hours, something like that. There were so many different parts to that. It was the greatest idea ever. Create your own version of the great movie ride take movies from every genre that is featured inside of the inside of the attraction pick anyone doesn't have to be a disney movie just add your own movie of that genre into those scenes replace them maybe keep one so three musicals another western another shoot 'em up gangster movie bugsy or something like that or goodfellas and just make your own version of the great movie ride. You guys basically Dave. said, oh, Dave. well, that's too much. And of course, I had no creative control since I was kind of playing around in Florida at the time. And you guys uh -huh. created the great uh -huh. Disney mu movie ride, which was a great show. Uh, objection. Objection. Yes. Dave, it's taken you five minutes to explain the <laughs> rules of this ride. <laughs> What do you think would have happened to whoever had to edit that show? Oh, that would have been Jeff's problem. That, I, was, I was on vacation that month. That would have been his exactly. problem. So, <laughs> so for, for everyone listening, Dave likes to lob grenades while he's not on the show. Like, oh, try to avoid this one. Hey, think of me as an Imagineer. I imagine it, or now I have you guys make it happen. You know, this this is coming off the rails. I'm, I'm not even going to touch that. <laughs> All right. Well, again, another topic we could debate to a blue in the face, but let's just uh, all agree to relax and listen to an excerpt from The Great Movie Lied Group. The Great Movie Lied... The Great Movie... <laughs> the Great Movie Ride Loop. Or The Movie Ride, starring Robert Osborne.
Rest in peace, great movie ride. And finally me. I'm going to go back to my childhood. Like I said, I never been to Disney until I turned 30, but growing up, a big part of my childhood was the Muppets. So anytime I go over to the Muppet Courtyard, I will sit on the bench and listen to all of the songs that are played right outside of Muppet Vision 3D. I think that's called the Muppet Courtyard, correct? Is it still? It, oh, it's Grand Avenue? Yeah, it's part of Grand Avenue now. Okay, I wonder if they're still playing the loop. I haven't been over there yet, so we'll find out in a couple of weeks, I guess. But uh, there's just something about listening to Rainbow Connection, the uh, theme to the Muppet show, and my personal favorite, the whole Muppet Baby sequence from uh, The Muppets Take Manhattan, which, by the way, was the first movie I ever saw in the theaters. One song I would add on to that is Rizzo's Rat Scat when all of the rats are cooking in the kitchen. But with that said, let's enjoy some of the music from the Muppet Courtyard. Thank you. 
And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to board a friendship boat and visit our favorite, Epcot. Upon entering Epcot from the friendship boat, you go through the International Gateway, where my personal favorite of all of the loops in Walt Disney World is being played. This music spans from about right outside of the UK all the way to the refreshment port, and... It's just uh, supposed to reflect all of the countries in the World Showcase. Little excerpts from each. There's an accordion section from France that just really kind of just uh, brings it home for me because I remember one time running a race. It was still dark. The illuminations, torches were on. And it was just so serene running through the park at that point. I hear the music in the background and all I could think of is growing up, I was never able to go to Disney World. We never had the money for it. I was always told, study hard and you can go whenever you want. And I kind of ran with that. And I'm listening to this saying, wow, I get to go to Disney World as much as I I want now. I uh, was never athletic. I always told myself that I couldn't run. And now all of a sudden I started running and it was something very empowering. It just kind of just brought home that if you set your mind to anything with the running, it kind of just shows that anything is possible with work and to kind of believe in yourself. So the fact that I was realizing that I was running in one of my favorite places and the fact that I'm actually doing something athletic and actually really took control of my health and everything, it kind of just at that moment, it was a cathartic moment of why it made, why all of my training was worth it. Since then, I've just had a soft spot for that loop. It's not something I actually remember. It's not, it's not something I remember. You know, the, the International Gateway. Uh, maybe I'm too interested in going to Beaches and Cream. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. I guess because I was in a different setting, had I been anywhere else, just kind of rushing to an attraction or drinking around the world or something like that it would be one of those that I kind of just would have put out of my mind it would have just been something that my overstimulated mind would have totally glossed over I guess it was just that moment kind of cemented in my mind that it just kind of just stuck with me let me show you what I mean here's the section that I'm talking about in that music loop
And Chuck, I believe in conversations that we had, you are going to be heading over to another one of my favorite Epcot attractions for your music loop. Absolutely. But first we're going to the bathroom. And by the bathroom, I mean we're going to the Imagination Pavilion restrooms. Now there's a reason for this. Inside those restrooms, and just inside them, they play the original Epcot background music. So what you would hear throughout the uh, the main entrance area back in the beginning, back in 1982 and beyond and forward, um, that's what gets played in that area. It's the only place in the park that you could hear it. There's nothing to dis- uh, discourage against the current entrance music. It's fantastic. But this one was just that much better. And the fact that it's still paid homage in the parks, it, it really says something about how good it was. It's a bit difficult to see that I'd want to be hanging about the toilets just to hear the ambient music. But <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, the, the toilets in that area are not very high traffic. So I, I don't think anyone would really judge you for doing it. <laughs> Always be judged. <laughs> yeah, and they play the music very loud in that bathroom too. Yeah, they they really do. You're you're gonna hear it. It's not something that you have to strain to hear. <laughs> and let's enjoy da, da, some da, of this da, music. Da. You're killing me. I think over here would be a nice time to transition to our friend Stephen. A little bit of the past with a little bit of the present. Yeah, when Dave was talking about the fact that you can walk through somewhere and not actually take in the full extent of the music. I mean, Disney obviously spent a lot, a lot of time in each of their parks, you know, putting in the right music, the right sort of tempo, um, and the right sort of theming for it. But this one, this when you, you head into Epcot, it's the entrance music. I don't really hear the entrance music when I go into Epcot. It's not something that I pick up on, mainly because the first thing you're doing is either heading towards Soren, heading towards Test Track, or doing something, you know, heading into Spaceship Earth. You don't hear the soundtrack, but it's totally different in the way out. When you come down past uh, spaceship Earth, and you can you can actually hear the music and see the lights, and I think it's just because it's you're a wee bit more relaxed. You're not rushing about. The last thing you want to be doing is going home. So hearing this sort of music, it's I mean this is one that I could listen to, you know, quite a lot, and I, I do put this on quite quite a, a few times when I'm I'm listening to background music. In fact, one of the guys had actually posted it the other day. 
it was on YouTube, uh, but because obviously I'm over here in the UK and it, it was a an American YouTube film, I couldn't actually download it, so I had to go and search it for it myself. But it's just it is very relaxing. It, it fits in with the the lights in the bottom of the the tarmac as you're walking out as well. It's just everything just goes together, and it's like a, a wave goodbye for you as you're walking out the park and it's really really good and I'm really really good bit of music and it's they can be proud of what it's, that's a bit of music I really really like at Epcot and let's take a moment to enjoy some of this loop And Michael, what about you? I'm going to go with the land exterior loop. Uh, this one's really relaxing. It's a very good soundtrack. This has been uh, lately one of my favorites right now. It's whenever I'm stuck in traffic, it calms me down a little bit. I can listen to it for a little bit. It's a different sounding music loop. It's very good. Um, uh, that's about it. It does have some degree of whimsicality to it. When, when I listen to it now, I kind of realize how much I miss the Disney Hipster podcast because they included it in their opening sequence. And it just always makes me smile every time I hear it. Yeah, it makes me think of them as well. That's how I heard it. And the trumpet just, the trumpet that they use is very, uh, very loud. But I love it. I, I love feel like. Part. I feel like Tinkerbell should be like zipping around the trees in front of the land when that part of the of the loop is playing. It just kind of fits with, kind of fits with Pixie Hollow or something. And it's one that you a lot of people miss because you don't spend a lot. You're of rushing time out the there. Yeah, so if you're not sitting on a bench or you're not 
maybe trying to make a phone call or something, you're going to mess it up. Exactly. Gentlemen, anything to add about that loop? Don't remember. Nope. Uh, <laughs> don't remember a lot. But is it the one just outside the line? Is it doing with the sword and sort of loop as well? It actually doesn't go with the Soren loop. The Soren loop they actually play now as you're entering into Epcot. It's off on the side. Usually, it's 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 on the Future World West side, where Daisy meets. That's where you often will hear the old Soren over California loop now. Yeah. In that way. Yeah, that is a sound. Yeah. But for those of you who are not familiar with it, because you are rushing over to Soren. Let's take some time to enjoy that loop now. gentlemen the best for last the king of all parks the magic kingdom let's board the monorail transfer at the TTC and take a slow walk down Main Street USA Stephen in the magic kingdom what is your favorite music? heading into Space Mountain you get quite a lot of music heading up from the hub through Tomorrowland but just as you get to Space Mountain uh, and just head into the, the ride, you get the, the Star Tunnel, which takes you forever to walk through to get to the ride in, in Space Mountain. But the, the music is very futuristic and very, very space-like. So it sounds as if there's asteroids and spaceships flying over the top of you. This is with the, the dark effects you get in the tunnel as well. With the, the as you walk past the the windows and you get the star effects outside I just think it's really really good it, it sort of builds you up to the ride I know I've said this about a couple of them but I just said Disney does this on purpose you know to actually take you in and then just as before you, you hear the the sort of tannoy uh, in, the, in the ride as well it's it's just a great great it's got a great tempo to it as well. It's just cause it, it, obviously everybody's just pounding their feet to get to the ride, but it keeps you going. I just think it's really, really good. And you all know about my Pavlonian response to this uh, music. So, gentlemen, if you have nothing else to add, Pavlovian. let's groove out for a bit to the best part of the Star Tunnel. You're not going to give us a test during this time period, are you? No. No, I'm not. But it is study time for the test later. 
music always makes me smile much like my loop and another one that takes me back to my childhood in this case it's just a section of the Frontierland loop in particular there is a certain ballad about a great man who shares my great name because I'm great Davy Crockett is also great all Dave's are great so this takes me. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait back a second. to my childhood. So wait, no, no. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Ballad of Davy Crockett all the time. I'm not letting you talk, Chuck, because you are just take. You are going to uh-huh. just ruin my groove. And uh-huh. honestly, Mr. Sunshine, no one can bring me down at the moment. Uh-huh. Grandpa and uh-huh. Grandpa and I just never saw eye to eye. I uh-huh. was never the athlete, so, as I said. All his other grandsons were athletes. He was an athlete. We never connected on the sports, but one thing we always connected on was watching westerns. I used to watch all the old westerns with him, and he showed me Davy Crockett for the first time, and always saying me Davy Crockett. So how he's always being at odds with my grandfather and butting heads with him. It's one of the nice 
one of the few really nice memories I have of him. So anytime I hear the ballad of Davy Crockett, I always smile. Now, Chuck, feel free to attack me. Okay, so wait. I'm not going to attack you. For starters, Davy Crockett, that whole series, fantastic. Good. The so song sung by Fess Parker is amazing. But we're what you're saying so is... So let's move on. Chuck, what about nope, you? Nope, on, on that we are, yes. What you're saying is, because Davy Crockett's name is Dave, he was a good person? It had nothing to do with all of his antics or, you know, heroics. All of that is... All of that it's is, because his name was Davey. The fact that the fact that his name was Dave uh-huh. makes just puts him over the top. You know, I, I can't, I, I can't. Uh, I mean, what else is there to say? I mean, guys. <laughs> well, you could say he killed him a bear when he was only three. Okay, well, uh, all right. Let, let's do a comparison here. Let's do a comparison here. Davy Crockett killed him a bar when he was only three. <laughs> Dave, have you killed a bar? <laughs> no, I did not. Okay. All right. So 0 for 1. Uh, 1 for Crockett. Um, let's see. Okay. Did you patch up the crack in the Liberty Bell? In a way. Well, what? I vote. I serve jury duty. I... Embrace my civic duties, so yes. That's not, yes. no, absolutely not. There's a lot wrong with this country, so oh, I Jesus. try to have a civic mind and fix whatever I can in that way. So, yes, in my own special way, I do try to crack, patch up the crack in the Liberty Bell. Did you go to Congress and serve a spell? No, we're going to leave that one to Pat, but he's All right, you know what? I'm delegating for, for that I one. Think, uh, I think Crockett is winning this one like nine to nothing. So let's just listen to the ballad of Davy Crockett. Either which way, we're both works of art. We call ourselves David. Now, let's enjoy the Frontierland version of the ballad of Davy Crockett. I do like that song.
they are awesome. And Michael, what about you? So I'm going to go with Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland Music Loop is great. Uh, it's got some great songs in it. It's got Carousel Progress music, both uh, Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. And it's got the other song, uh, which escapes me right now. It's uh, Now Is The Time. Now Is The Time. It's got Now Is The Time. Okay. From the old House yeah. of the Future? Well, no, from the original Carousel. Well, not the original Carousel Progress, but the redo of Carousel Progress in the 90s. And then... Uh, it's also got, you know, some Toy Story, and uh, it's it's just a good song. That was what got me through a lot of college studying and papers, and it was something that calmed me down a little bit. It got me writing. It helped my thinking process a little bit, and the best way to hear it is that you know where those speakers are in Tomorrowland, and you can walk right up to them and listen to the song, or even on the People Mover, hear it while you're on the People Mover, nice and relaxing ride through Tomorrowland, listening to the music loop. Um, I love the Tomorrowland music loop. Uh, part of the solo trip that I had that was most enjoyable is I got that uh, pepper jack cheese pretzel from the lunching pad, and I just sat in Tomorrowland listening to the music loop. Um, it's fantastic. I love it. it. It really sets the mood. It's a, got a very future... Not futuristic. It's got a very historically... I was going to well, say, no, it is it, Tomorrowland. I think the music of Tomorrow is less, less synthy than it is in the parks. Um, it's got a very f- f- historical... It's a 90s. Yeah, it's a 90s future. That, that, thank you. That's what I was trying to say. Um, vibe to it. That's what I guess they thought we'd be listening to in the 90s now, but uh, God, we aren't. <laughs> well, considering it's not the 90s anymore. Yeah. What happened to music? Yeah, well, that's definitely another show and a whole different topic. So, and Michael, let's enjoy some of the Tomorrowland music loop.
And I can't believe I'm saying this, but let's save the best for last. Chuck, take us out of the kingdom. So, if we're going to leave the kingdom, we have to get there. I just, I want to mention the uh, uh, music loop from the Magical Express. Because after that takes you to your hotel and you get on your bus from Port Orleans, Riverside, or the Polynesian and you get to listen to those fantastic background loops. You're going to Magic Kingdom, you're going to Main Street USA, and you are going to listen to the best background loop that there is. Day, night, hot, hotter, or hottest, because cold doesn't exist down in Florida. Um, rain or shine, that music loop is second to none. Some of the best memories that I have of Disney World are being on Main Street right before or right after the Kiss Goodnight, eating my ice cream from the uh, the plaza, and just people watching with that background loop going on. It goes all the way up and down Main Street USA. It's in the hub. It's in the grand entrance area of um, Magic Kingdom. And it sets the mood for everything that you're about to experience. It is probably the most Disney-esque music because it puts you in the story. This is true. And ironically, though, it's not actual Disney music. I mean, you have a lot of stuff from Hello, Dolly and what? stuff like Wait, that in there. There is some Disney so music. It's not actual Disney music, but it is pure iconic Disney. Except for the theme from Up. The theme from Up is in there now? The theme from Up is in there. It's been in there for a while now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, actually, yeah, that that makes perfect sense. I I do remember it. But it sets the stage for everything that Magic Kingdom... Oh, yeah, no, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. I was more just pointing out the irony of the fact that it is mostly non-Disney movie stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and you're right. St- still so iconic. It is It is very iconic. There's nothing like it in the parks, in the resorts, on the buses, on the radio. It is the best music in Disney proper. This is definitely true. Now, do any of you also uh, walk up Main Street USA or down Main Street USA whistling the music or humming along so that everybody else can hear you? Yeah, if I'm not tripping on the trolley tracks, yeah. I usually find myself doing it by the Crystal Palace. As I'm walking by the Crystal Palace, I'll just be like... I have streamed videos of myself whistling along with the music as I've walked down Main Street. I've put it on the Mickey Dudes uh, Facebook many times. As a matter of fact, if you're not following the Mickey Dudes on Facebook, follow us over there, please. And if anybody doesn't have anything else to add, let's enjoy some of the music of Main Street USA.
and gentlemen, as you can hear in the background, the ambient sounds of the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor is playing. So with that, it's time for us to tell our listeners where we could be found on the various interwebs. Michael, where can you be found? Uh, you can find me at Instagram and Twitter at Ears of Happiness. Steven? Yeah, you can get me on Twitter at SJM Disney. Chuck? I could be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat. And you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Figments Reality. You can also find the Mickey Dudes at the Mickey Dudes on Twitter. And our original blog content at themickeydudes.com. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, have a zippity doodah day. We'll see you real soon. Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.